0: The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's
1: World. It was once a refrain that the sun never sets on the British Empire. Britain had a great run of it, ruling over a quarter of the earth, including Canada, the second largest nation in the world, India, the second most populous nation, and the whole continent of Australia. Australia. Britain also controlled a host of strategic choke points around the world, Suez, Singapore, Hong Kong, the Bab el mandeb and more. A number of countries in Africa and various Caribbean islands were also part of the mighty British Empire, and Britain's resilience in the face of adversity was remarkable as seen in World War II. But the sun did set on Britain's empire. Will the sun now set on Britain itself? And what about her brother across the Atlantic? The United States of America is rapidly losing moral credibility and becoming loathed around the world. Will the sun set on America as well? What was it that caused Britain to fall so rapidly in the second half of the 20th century? Why is America increasingly seen as dysfunctional by nations everywhere? What might we expect in the future as a so-called Anglosphere deteriorates? What will happen to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa when the sun sets on the United States? Will the sun set on these nations as well? You need to know because the sun is going down far more quickly than you might realize, and you may very well live to see it. Stay tuned. Welcome to Tomorrow's World and this third in a three-part series on the British Empire. And as we saw in the last program, America is part of this picture. Two weeks ago on Tomorrow's World, I talked about the Stone of Destiny and how this unattractive rectangular-shaped rock has been used in the coronation ceremonies of kings and queens of Ireland, Scotland, and England for well over a thousand years. How strange it is that these royal families put so much value on a rock that is claimed to have originated with the ancient biblical patriarch Jacob. You can read about this rock in the book of the Bible known as Genesis, in chapter 28 and verses 18 and 22. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. Whether this is the exact same stone can be disputed, but what cannot be disputed is that the practice of being coronated over it is very ancient. These royal figures take it very seriously. So we must ask what exactly is the connection, if any, with the Patriarch Jacob and Great Britain. In last week's Tomorrow's World program, I read a number of biblical prophecies concerning Jacob's house. Those prophecies began with Abraham, were passed along to his son Isaac, were further passed to Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, and then to his twelve sons. Among the promises made to Israel and his descendants are these. Their descendants would be as the sands of the sea and the stars of heaven in number. Kings would come from them, and they would possess the gates of their enemies. Furthermore, the descendants of Jacob's son Joseph would be a single great nation and a company or commonwealth of nations. As we read in Genesis, the 35th chapter, verses 10 and 11 And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel shall be your name. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall proceed from you and kings shall come from your body. We also saw in our last program that two of Israel's 12 sons were given special blessings above their brothers. We can read that in 1st Chronicles the 5th chapter. For Judah, that is the Jews, prevailed above his brethren, and of him came the chief ruler. But the birthright was Joseph's. Many readers of the Bible are familiar with the fact that the Christ would come from Judah, that is the Jews. But few realize that Judah's brother Joseph was to receive the birthright blessing. Surprisingly, most students of the Bible have little understanding of what the birthright blessing meant. As we have just read, the birthright belonged to Joseph, and Joseph had two sons, Manasseh the firstborn and his younger brother Ephraim. It is through these two sons that the birthright would be split into a nation and a company of nations. Ephraim was to become that company of nations, and Manasseh was to become that single great nation. Prior to his death, Israel blessed these two grandsons and he said the following, He, that is Manasseh, also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother, that is Ephraim, shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. Try as we might, it is impossible to find in history two brother nations who more closely fit that description than that of the British Commonwealth, a great company of nations. And the United States of America, a single great nation. Nor can we ignore the prophecies that these two brothers would possess the gates of their enemies. Who was it that controlled such strategic sea gates as Hong Kong, the Straits of Malacca, the Suez Canal, the Panama Canal, South Africa's Cape of Good Hope, Gibraltar, the English Channel, and the Bob El Mandeb translated the Gate? Of Mandeb. And who can dispute the possession of abundant natural resources, of arable land, fresh water, and mineral resources, and the unrivaled military might of these peoples, just as was predicted by Jacob in this amazingly accurate portrayal of his latter day descendants? Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. But his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. By the God of your father who will help you, and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors up to the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph. But all the news is not good for the Anglo Saxon Celtic peoples, and in a moment we'll read what God prophesied if we turned away from Him. First, however, if you have found this three part series of interest, you can have all three programs on DVD, free for the asking. All you have to do is pick up the phone or go to our website and request today's offer, "The Rise and Fall of Britain and America." And when I come back, I'll show you what the future of America and the British descent peoples will be.
0: Today's offer is yours, absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Call now 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now.
1: Britons and Americans are increasingly turning away from God. In the United States, judges and leaders can't remove God out of their sight quickly enough. The Supreme Court banned prayer from public schools in 1964, but that was only the beginning. High-profile cases have ordered the removal of the Ten Commandments from courts, public buildings, and schools. It's quite a spectacle to see pornography defended, but moral laws proclaimed harmful. And what are the fruits? Are we a more orderly and humane society? Not hardly. The same prophets who predicted wealth and greatness for America and Britain also predicted the fall of these nations if they turned away from God. Notice this incredibly accurate prophecy. But if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgments, so that you do not perform all My commandments, but break My covenant, I also will do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you. Anyone hear of terror or terrorism lately? What the descendants of Israel have forgotten is the source of their strength. I say forgotten because there was once some understanding, shallow and misguided as it was, that a higher power was responsible for our blessings and who made us strong. A couple of years ago I was in London watching a performance at the Royal Albert Hall. When the concert came to its finale, the Master of Ceremonies invited everyone to stand up and sing. The piece chosen was land of hope and glory. Since I was a visitor from Canada, I was familiar with the music, but not the words, and what I heard surprised me. Land of hope and glory, mother of the free, how shall we extol thee who are born of thee? Wider still and wider shall thy bounds be set. God who made thee mighty, make thee mightier yet. God who made thee mighty, make thee mightier yet. Yes, there was a time when Britons knew from where their might had come and the same can be said for their brothers in the United States, but no more. Arrogance, pride, and downright hostility toward God and His laws have caused them to forget. In return, God has prophesied this for such an ungrateful people. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Our peoples today enjoy luxuries such as the common man has never known before. Consider our homes, our automobiles, and our food supplies. Long ago the One who blessed Israel warned us not to forget Him when we have become prosperous and strong. When you have eaten and are full, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments, His judgments, and His statutes which I command you today less when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God the birthright nations of Israel have done exactly what God warned us not to do when our people's became prosperous we said in our hearts My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. God further reminds us not to forget who it was who made us mighty and wealthy. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth. The American and British Commonwealth peoples, and this includes Canadians, Australians, the people of New Zealand, and more, have clearly forgotten what God told us not to forget. Our peoples have rejected God and despised His commandments. We've turned to New Age foreign gods, mystics, and astrologers. How amazing that people in this modern world still believe that somehow the position of the stars affects world events, or that we can turn to foreign religions that have never prospered their peoples, but somehow are going to prosper us. Murder, adultery, greed, and covetousness are rampant. Nations that once were the greatest exporters of Bibles and morality have become the greatest exporters of pornography and immorality. The United States was once the greatest creditor nation. Today it is by far the greatest debtor nation in all of man's history. Once again, I want to remind you that if you want all three of these programs on DVD, they are available to you free of charge, All you have to do is pick up the phone or go to our website to order your personal copy. You may even want to share it with a friend or relative. So pick up the phone and order your copy of The Rise and Fall of Britain and America, and I'll be back in 30 seconds to show you what God has prophesied for the days just ahead of us.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter.
1: The Bible is amazingly accurate in describing our sins. The prophets Isaiah and Ezekiel give startling descriptions of our peoples at the end of the age and in many ways the descriptions have only become true in the last decade or two. Isaiah harkens back to the time of Sodom found in Genesis the 19th chapter. You may want to look that up and read it for yourself, but notice what Isaiah tells us in chapter 3 and verse 9, The look on their countenance witnesses against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to their souls! for they have brought evil upon themselves. Ezekiel speaks of the two houses of Israel, that's the Jews, and the ten tribes, which include the British Commonwealth and the United States, as being like sisters of Sodom. Further he explains the causes of our problems. Look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughter had pride. Now think about that. Fullness of food and abundance of idleness. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Today we see a very troubled world. The Anglo Saxon Celtic peoples that make up much of the British Commonwealth nations and the United States are in trouble. Their economies may look good, but are built upon foundations of sand. Their militaries, though still the strongest in the world, are overstretched. The sun has set on the mighty British Empire, and knowledgeable voices are openly discussing the end of American dominance. As we all know, power hates a vacuum. When America collapses, as it surely will because of its sins, who will fill the void? The books of Daniel and Revelation reveal that at the end of the age, a power block is going to rise up in Europe. Ten leaders will give their power over to a very charismatic individual who will work very closely with a miracle working religious figure, and together they will bring disaster. Twice in the last century, the nation of Germany inflicted great destruction in Europe and presented a significant challenge to the British Empire and American peoples. Don't assume it won't happen again, because according to the Bible, it will. And people stand in amazement when this European power rises up. Notice Revelation, the 17th chapter, and verse 8. The beast that you saw was and is not, and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they see the beast that was and is not, and yet is. People will be lulled to sleep and not anticipate this resurrection of the Roman Empire and the fall of America and Britain will happen suddenly. A remilitarized, united Europe will be a force to reckon with. While it may seem like the thing to do to have Europeans take on a greater role in protecting themselves militarily, this strategy is going to backfire. Even now, the United States' leadership is despised and rejected by more and more Europeans. When our fall comes, it will come suddenly. Isaiah describes our fall like a breach in a wall, chapter 30 and verse 13, Therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach, ready to fall, a bulge in a high wall, whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. It's easy to look at the sins of nations in general, but what about you personally? What about your sins? If God is going to punish Israel for its sins, will He turn a blind eye to other cities and nations who commit the same things? Bible prophecy tells us He will not, but the record of the Bible does give us something very encouraging to consider. We'll look at that encouraging news in a moment. But I want to remind you one more time that all three of these programs in this series Stone of Destiny, Why Britain Became Great, and Sunset for Britain and America have been compiled on a single DVD and can be yours free for the asking. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call toll free or go to our website and order The Rise and Fall of Britain and America you may want to share it with a neighbor or relative. So be sure to order your copy today, and I'll be right back to give some good news that will come at the end of a dark age that is rapidly descending on our world.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org with this offer you will also receive your free subscription to tomorrow's world magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now.
1: My friends, the Bible and history confirm that the so-called Lost Ten Tribes of Israel, also known as the House of Israel, are none other than the British descended and American peoples along with various other northwestern European nations such as Belgium, the Netherlands, Switzerland, parts of France, and the Scandinavian countries. We have been blessed above all peoples on the face of the earth, but we have spit in God's face. We have proclaimed Him dead. We promote the idea that we are no more than the product of blind chance. We are ungrateful and arrogant, and we despise His commandments. The time is coming when the chosen people, not just the Jews, but the whole house of Israel, will be in a very difficult time. The Bible describes the time we are entering into in these words, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it, and it is the time of Jacob's trouble. But there is good news. God will come to the rescue of the Israelite nations once we have learned a very painful lesson, Notice the last part of the verse, but he shall be saved out of it. The passage then goes on to say, For it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from your neck, and will burst your bonds. Foreigners shall no more enslave them, but they shall serve the Lord their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. Notice that this is talking about the time of the resurrection, when David will be raised up, and this is not talking about David's seed as fulfilled in Christ, as shown in other passages on this subject. This will be a time of peace and prosperity for all men everywhere. Former enemies will come together and no longer war against one another. One of my favorite passages of scripture, a prophecy for the future, is found in Isaiah the 19th chapter. God tells us that three nations, which have been antagonists at various times in history, will live in cooperation and in peace. In that day, Israel will be one of three with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the land, whom the Lord of hosts shall bless, saying, Blessed is Egypt, my people and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. There's a famous sculpture at the United Nations of a powerful man beating a sword into an instrument for use in agriculture. How many understand the significance of it? The mostly disunited nations is utterly incapable of bringing peace to mankind, but the inspiration for this statue is found in the biblical books of Isaiah and Micah. They first describe the time when the Messiah, Jesus Christ, returns to set up his kingdom. Then we read in Micah, the fourth chapter, and verse 3 He, that is Christ the Messiah, shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Israel was to be an example but we have failed miserably and descended into the depths of sin. God will first punish us then people everywhere because all have rejected him. It will get so bad that unless Christ were to intervene no flesh would survive. You can read of that in Matthew the 24th chapter and verses 21 and 22. It's only at that point that he will intervene and save us from our insanity. The fact is that God loves us. But as a loving father, sometimes children need some tough love to straighten them out. You can't change the world, but you can change yourself. God has set before each of us a choice, as recorded in Deuteronomy the 30th chapter and in verse 19. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. The United States and Great Britain dominated the world militarily and economically for decades. The sun symbolically was shining brightly on them, but now, as we've seen in this program and others, darkness is beginning to cover these nations. How long before the sun finally sets on Britain and America? I hope you found this short series of value, If you want your own DVD copy of these three programs, Stone of Destiny, Why Britain Became Great, and Sunset for Britain and America, be sure to call, write, or go online to order your free copy of The Rise and Fall of Britain and America. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World or watch us online at any time. As our world continues to unravel and decline, you need the encouragement, the faith, and the truth that comes from your Bible. Richard Ames, Wallace Smith, and I, as well as our guest presenter, Rod McNair, will continue to share with you the inspiring teachings of Jesus Christ, the encouraging good news of the coming Kingdom of God, and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time.
0: To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter.